0: welcome to we gotta talk i am so glad you're here so there's a spot in the world for galvanizers those people who get you up off the couch and moving and that's great and then there's a space for the gray space those people who help you see both sides or as i like to call them the extreme moderates we gotta talk is that. This is your space for issues-based talk that goes deep and inspires you to listen closely to a side of an argument you may not have before. I'm Sunny, an Emmy-nominated and AP News award-winning TV journalist, and I am driven by sharing good information, like I live for this. I'll be bringing you in-depth interviews every week that will inform, inspire, and entertain you. Now, let's talk. Hey, everyone, and welcome to this quick episode of We Gotta Talk. So, here's the thing I interview amazing people all the time on both the blog and the podcast, and sometimes you just want a quick hit of information to get on with your day. So, we are breaking down some of our most popular interviews into quick episodes so you can get five quick questions and answers with experts on any given topic. This week, we're talking kids and gender, and the person I interviewed is Vanessa Baker. She's an author a parent-teen coach, and an advocate. I want to make clear this is a touchy topic, and Vanessa is not a medical expert, but what she brings to the table on the topic of kids and gender is personal experience and a ton of clinical experience working as a coach with families. So we are going to talk this week about kids and gender with Vanessa Baker, parent-teen coach, author, and advocate. As always, you'll hear me asking the question and then me giving the answer that the expert provided on the blog. If you're interested in reading this article instead, I'll link it in show notes. In the meantime, let's dig in. Question number one. Okay, let's break this down. We are finally starting to understand that sex doesn't always equal gender. Give us the primer on the difference between the two and help guide those who are unfamiliar or maybe even uncomfortable with this topic to understand it a little better and a little more empathetically. Vanessa says, quote, sex is a label for specific anatomy. Gender is the social construct based on that anatomy. The main thing to understand here is that gender norms like girls do this because of their sex, i.e. female, and boys act like this or that because of their sex, male, is all made up, constructed by society. It's not the truth. To operate with more empathy, we just need to let go of all our beliefs and shoulds, And assumptions around what anyone, straight, queer, trans, or whatever, needs to look, be like, act like, or who they should love, end quote. Here was question number two I had for Vanessa. You work with clients who are questioning their gender identities. Is there a question or theme you hear frequently from these children? Vanessa says, quote, The main theme I see when kids realize they're transgender is they have fear and doubt around whether their parents will keep loving them. They truly aren't always sure that their parents will be on board with their true identity. Let me be clear that what they want is for parents to be vulnerable, to express their questions, fears, etc. too, Not just jump on board like it's no big deal. All the trans kids who I work with say they completely understand the potential gravity of this news. They say they want their parents to be by their side as they navigate the road ahead together with all its ups and downs. And even when parents say things like, we will always love you, what registers much stronger with kids is when parents do the work to adapt and show their support in very obvious and tangible ways. Some examples are working hard to use their new name and pronouns when they choose to change those – Helping them work out the new clothes and looks they want to try out? Standing by them firmly with other family members and friends who are belittling or doubting the child for who they are by calling it a trend, a phase, a sickness, a problem? There's not a middle ground to take here. You get on board or you don't. The consequences of not trusting your child to know him or herself is much greater than the ones that come with denying or shutting down your child when they come to know themselves better in terms of gender identity and or expression. End quote. Question number three. Give some advice to the parent whose child is experiencing gender dysphoria. Vanessa says, quote, just like when we have a baby on the way through adoption, surrogacy or pregnancy, we say and hopefully believe that we don't care what the baby, quote, is just as long as the baby is healthy. I could even say that many parents are able to grow and adapt to serve their unhealthy babies and children as well to sort out how to best support them and empower them no matter what and at all costs. So it's the same with transgender youth. We want them to be healthy. We want to put their mental health and their emotional well-being, their sense of self, their right to self-actualization above our own needs and expectations. In my book, I talk about how when we get our kids, it's not like choosing a snack from a vending machine. A5, plop, a Snickers. It's like reaching a gloved hand into a mystery grab bag and then sometimes not really even knowing what you got for a decade or so. It's a mystery that we can be excited to be a part of, not a science project that we can get an A on or a promise that they're charged with keeping or breaking for our own comfort. We get to model love, real unconditional love to your child. Our children's further discovery of who they really are may end up triggering us and showing us this yucky or unhealed part of ourselves, like maybe we don't love ourselves to the extent that we could. We may have a breakdown around our own parents' reactions and their judgment of how we navigate this path with our child. All of that is on us as parents, and we need to sort out our shit instead of trying to work it out at our kids' expense by trying to stifle or control them out of knowing who they are." End quote. Question number four. How have you seen society at large respond to this discussion on sex and gender? What work is promising and what is left to be done? Vanessa says, quote, I believe that we are making progress, and at the same time, we will never, ever be able to sit back and say the work is done. Not as long as there are kids killing themselves because they don't feel loved and accepted fully for who they are. Not as long as one mom or dad or grandparent reduces their child's needs and wisdom and throws them out onto the street. Not as long as so many of our teens in our community are disowned by their families because they didn't meet the expectations or make everyone else feel comfortable. Oppressive laws, hatred in the name of religious beliefs, using God as a weapon against humanity, jokes that demean and generalize transgender and gender non-conforming people, discrimination, all of that is up to us to change and stand up against at every single opportunity. People's lives are on the line, end quote. And here's the final question. How can someone show support of the LGBTQ plus community, even if they or their family members don't consider themselves part of it? Vanessa says, quote, one simple thing we can do is to update our bios and titles, our email signatures and Zoom names to reflect our preferred pronouns. Mine say Vanessa, she, her. That makes it possible for transgender people to do the same without being the only people who need to make their pronouns clear, thus outing themselves in the process. It also creates a clear message to LGBTQ individuals that we are a safe space. We can be humble. We can ask questions and learn. We can be courageous and find out what we need to find out to be more informed and educated on topics of gender and sexuality. It's okay to not know and ask. Another big one is to realize that none of us actually is required to understand each other, nor do we need things that other people are doing who they are to, quote, make sense. I often tell parents that it's not our job to understand our kids. That's a great cherry on top, and when it clicks, but really that's not how we win. We win by just loving them forever and showing them every day that who they are is perfect and good. Just today, a brilliant young man who I have the honor of walking alongside as he recently came out to his parents as transgender totally blew my mind when he said this. It's not our responsibility to make our parents proud. It's their responsibility to be proud of us, end quote. Vanessa, thank you so much for taking the time to break down this complicated subject for us. You can check out all of Vanessa's work in the show notes. I'll link them for you. Thank you so much for listening to this quick episode of We Gotta Talk. We'll be back next time with more goodness. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of We Gotta Talk. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and follow along on Instagram at Sonny Abada, S-O-N-N-I A-B-A-T-T-A. All of the latest blog posts are at wegotatalk.com slash blog.